Welcome to Smutty Scriptures, the podcast where three best friends gather together to explore the holy text of fantasy romance novels. I'm Head Priest Blue Cromwell, and I am joined by my sisters in sin, Cuttlefish and Purple Space Cat, to tell you all about our thoughts on this episode's sacred text. But before we dive into Credence from Penelope Douglas, which we have read the entire book, which everyone's very happy about, (laughs) I did want to take a minute to tell you guys about our Patreon. We are actually, by the time this episode is posted, it will be live for for quite a bit. And the first episode should be out. We are adding extra episodes, some fun behind the scenes stuff, discounts to the Etsy store. This is a bunch of fun that you can find. Not to mention the fact that we have a whole Discord community now, which is kick ass. You want to watch us live argue (laughs) and have a good time? We don't do that. You could be a part of all that fun and magic. So our first extra episode, which will be out by the time this episode is posted, will be A Touch of Darkness. So yeah, before we get into Credence, just wanted to make sure we said that because I know we have a lot of thoughts on Credence. So (laughs) without further ado, uh, general impressions, folks? Yep. I'm keeping that silence in. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I, I... I love to read. Yeah, okay, (laughs) good start. And I love to read things that are dark. And I like to read things (laughs) that have trigger warnings a mile long. Mm -hmm. And I am totally fine with consensual non-consent. I'm totally fine with, you know, kidnapping and what's a little murder, you know? (laughs) As a treat. But I think I have found... Some tropes I'm not a fan of mm-hmm. in this book. And no. <laughs> quasi incestuousness. I incestuousness. Yeah, that's that's the title. <laughs> it's it's giving rumor and yeah. it is bothersome to me mm-hmm, on a spiritual mm-hmm. level. <laughs> Is it a spiritual level though, or is it a it moral an emotional level? one? And a, <laughs> every level. That Penelope Douglas could affect us. <laughs> I feel when I was reading this, I embodied the kombucha girl me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she was like, oh, no, maybe. Well, ah, no, <laughs> maybe, okay, yeah, a little bit. No, not at all. <laughs> Penelope, I don't, I don't, I don't know what you're doing to me. I, <laughs> yeah. I, I have so many thoughts. So many. That's just so many, but that's just the overview for me. Yeah. Purple, I, what you got? <laughs> Blue? Anybody? <laughs> I I had a time with it. I will say, when you initially brought up this as, as your pick, Purple, because you had shared <laughs> a little bit about this book before with us, I You're was welcome. a little concerned. <laughs> I was, in some ways, you said that I would forget about the fact that they're not related very quickly. Did I say that? Yes. And I would happen to say, you're kind of right, but the characters refused for me to get over really? it. Every fucking scene, because I was like, okay, you know what? <laughs> this is like this like fantasy, whatever. They're not actually related. I'm like, okay, all right. Like, There's some weird problematic age thing. Fine. All right. I'm here for it. I'm still like, okay, you know what? There is some actual like writing in this book that I enjoy some. So I was willing to to fight through it. I was like, okay. And then every scene to be like, Uncle Jake, bro, shut the 
Bro, oh, oh my no. god, dude. I, I sh- <laughs> the characters will not let me forget that they are at least related <laughs> in that way. I hated so, so much. That was just a constant thing. When she and he were in the moment, and she was like... Hold on, which he? Jake. Well, when she was like moaning Uncle Jake, I was like, oh, no. Yeah. (laughs) That's a lot of separating text and reality that I... it It was a lot. So I think you were right. I think I did forget about it, but then the characters would not. And I was like, okay, <laughs> I guess this forget. is happening. But I, I will say, I will say, now I'm uh, just to clarify, I, I'm not going to say this is a book that I like. However, I <laughs> gave you a lot of shit for this because I was like, this book is great. Like everything you told me so far, I don't know. And it was better than I thought it was. So I just wanted to publicly admit that I was uh-huh. wrong. I was wrong. It was better than I thought, and I should have tried- gave you a little bit more trust. However, Penelope Douglas, how dare you? <laughs> like, there's a really good story, I feel like, just hidden in this story, and the author refuses to tell me that one instead. <laughs> and I'm I'm getting a little frustrated. But with all of that, you know, heavy opinions, <laughs> how are you feeling? You like it? <laughs> good time? So I, I feel that this was a really risky pick. Mm-hmm. For me, because I was thinking to myself, I wonder if this is going to be the book where they take away my privilege of picking. No, we would never do that. No. We just look at the track record. It's slowly going downhill. <laughs> but I'm the chaos pick, so leave me alone. Now, in all seriousness, though, about the book itself, I like this book. Mm-hmm. However, I look at that Credence. This is two different books in the same book. Okay. Do you kind of agree with me where there's like a good story hidden in this book? Okay. Yes. I believe there is a good story in this book. And then I also believe that while Penelope was writing it, she must have been like, oh my God, here's the good story, but nobody's going to read it. So I have to make it controversial. So let's sprinkle in this other stuff. And I was like, yeah, but no, but yeah. Mm -hmm. Towards the end, I, okay, well, we all know I have problems with finishing things. (laughs) (laughs) Sure, sure. However, I stopped right before the end of this book twice. Not because of I didn't want to end it, but because I was just like, what, 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 what? What? Mm-hmm. What? But like the really good story part, though, it's it's like, hidden it's in there. So, you gotta dig for it. It's so good, <laughs> and the fact that it's on the mountain, which is yeah. my favorite <laughs> setting. It was I was reading it, and I was like, oh my god, I don't care about the people. I just want to read about the snow, mm-hmm. <laughs> the snow, the crunch, the mountain crunching mm-hmm. through the snow and the and the snow. And the mountain and the trees. Just leave out all the people. Can I just like, uh, where's the book where you get like snowed into a cabin? You've got all the food snacks and you're all alone. You don't have to deal with people at all. You have all the wine and all the books. Like, where is that one? I feel like that's a sapphic romance. (laughs) Where's like that's. We know the one where you were as alone. You're alone. Yeah. Remember, you're alone. There's no people. 
Oh, see, I thought it was like two best friends, whatever, nope. go. Nobody. And then, no you know, Why? Are you trying to go on a vacation? Snacks. <laughs> 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 okay, well, because we do feel this way about the book, because I don't know if Cuddle is really getting as much of the that that good story that's hidden deep, deep, deep within Credence. What would you say is like a favorite part? Like what what speaks that to you, Purple? Any time where she was dealing with her actual feelings about her parents. You we know I have issues with my parents. I get it. I've got mommy and daddy issues. Leave me alone. Yeah, we have named but, like three episodes mommy issues now. So yeah, yeah but you know what? At least <laughs> have uncle issues. Okay. <laughs> Hey, she doesn't have them either. Sounds like her and her uncle get along just fine. I just would it would it really have killed Penelope to just make them like a family friend? You know, like what? Yes, I just if you just made them family friends, that clears up so much for me. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Family friends, you know, it's still connected, but not, you know, yeah. Picking (sighs) the groomer dynamic and the quasi incest dynamic you're being greedy pick one <laughs> sorry you have to pick one God, yeah the there is a lot of stuff that's handled emotionally very well so you know like ah uh, shame on you jake shame shame <laughs> shame 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 and he is fully aware in the book mm-hmm. of how horrible his decision is because he yep. says it he says it several times yeah, if I were a worse man, and then it proceeds to be that worse man. <laughs> man <laughs> has no self-control. I think at one point, he even says that, like, he equates her to payment. Yeah. Like, Ew. what? What? No, we don't. He's, he's like, trying to talk himself out of it. And here on page 69... <laughs> nice <laughs> page 69 he's talking to himself and he's like i'm not sure where the hell my mind is going but it's not right she's my responsibility not my opportunity for payback not to mention she's quiet boring and a little pathetic <laughs> i can't torture someone who won't fight back what what the awesome the audacity he, he, really, he really be like she's pathetic i should fuck her like damn Dude, that's a crazy. <laughs> she's a little pathetic. Damn, bro, she's 17. Ugh, I see. I'm actually okay with Noah. I wish they would have gotten together. Sort I'm, of. Yeah, I'm sure it would have killed you. Like every single time she was like, Noah would be the good choice for me. And you're like, yes. And she's yeah, like, yeah, no, so I'll do take it. the most fucked up one of the no, three. I'm not going to make that choice. <laughs> no, I'm going to take the worst possible option. <laughs> Dude. Okay. My thing is, I do have a favorite part but this is going to be controversial so i'm very sorry in advance and i okay. promise i'm not saying this to be like an edge lord but you know that i love romance i love those kind of things and i'm not defending these two characters i'm not defending their choices i think they fucked up a lot but at the same time like this story of who her parents were both of those two characters are more interesting than any of the other ones included in the book combined to me like, the way that they're so enamored with each other. And, and again, obviously, I don't think that, like, obviously, these two people should not have had children. They clearly neglect their only child. Very, you know, they use money as, like, a, you know, here you have a nanny, basically. And, you know, that's going to be your life and your source of emotional, you know, whatever. <laughs> but the way that, like, 
they're described and their adoration of each other and the projects they do together and them dying together in that way, like in the way that, like, can you imagine the type of love you have to have for somebody when they're like, hey, I'm dying of cancer and I will not make it through the year. And they're like, I'll just die with you because they can't even stand the idea of being away from you for like, like, that's again, not great because you have a child. And you you have a physical bo- embodiment of that person that you still have to take care of and love, and they're still a minor. So, you know, maybe at least if you're going to kill yourself, leave a note. But, you know, it's just their story. They were like, here's a little taste of, like, who these two people are to each other. And I was like, wait, like, where's their book? Like, okay, like, that's like a type of, like, love that I that I really enjoy reading. That's right. that's Reese and Feyre. That's. That's every couple in any type of media that has that faded bond or whatever. So it's like, you know, you don't really often see that from humans. And I really wanted to know more about them specifically, but I was not allowed to. I don't disagree. I thought they were very interesting. I really was kind of shocked and pained whenever they were celebrating and she said congratulations. They just acted like she wasn't there. Yeah. But because I was wondering, I'm like, bitch, how does that even make sense? How how does that how how do they ignore you? Yeah. Every kid feels like they're ignored. What is it? What do you mean? And then she gave us the answer, and I was like, ooh, yeah. But at the same time, I do feel like it's a little unrealistic in a way. Like obviously, neglectful parents like exist, but I don't. I feel like it's rare to have that kind of like love and adoration for this person, and then you made a life with them. So that's half of them right there. Like that's half of that person that you love beyond anything else and you're like not even interested in saying hello that part doesn't always make sense because it wasn't ever like a complete shunning like you have to go live at like the school boarding school like there would be a lot more ways i think to make it a little bit more like realistic that they were quote unquote trying to separate themselves in some way right but the fact she's like there in the house all the time (laughs) like it doesn't always play out as realistic in a way It'd be one thing if, like, they showed a scene of the mom getting her a birthday gift or something and, like, I don't know. She doesn't, she's allergic to some type of fucking thing and then, like, they get over that because they don't know, but, like, her nanny knows. Like, that would have been a level of believable neglect Mm -hmm. to me, whereas in the book it always came off as, like, truly she's invisible and I just don't see how that would exist with their relationship dynamics specifically. But... Either way, they were interesting to me. I can see where you would get that. I was very much in the mind of Tiernan with the parent relationship thing. So, like, I can't say I, I want to know more because I just want them to stop being terrible. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but any time that she's going through this trauma that she has experienced and she's piecing it apart and she's trying to figure out how she feels about everything and who she is and how what this makes her as far as you know, where she stands in the world and was she beloved by her parents? And does that make her less than all of those tumultuous feelings? I think that is the good part of this book. I There were so many points that I was going th- back through my notes so many times where she makes an offhanded comment or thought a lot of times in this case. And I'm like, damn, trauma's a bitch. Like, I get it. I so get it takes me right back to whenever i was a teenager you know like way back in the olden days but you know 
being a teenager sucks and it's rough. Yeah. Some people have it worse than others, but everybody has a hard time as a teenager. And, you know, I went through some really big heartbreaking shit and the feelings of like being alone and that nobody cares about you and all of that fun, fun stuff. It's, it's so accurate. Thought processes that she has. And it, it breaks my heart to read it. So yeah. sometimes they got to like, oh, and by the way, I'm going to go fuck my uncle. And I'm like, that doesn't help you. Yeah. <laughs> go, go, back, go back to processing. <laughs> and then she's like, no, I don't think I'm going to make a healthy choice. Let's go fuck my uncle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like, God damn it. See, isn't that I mean, I don't want to say realistic in the way because of the very particular circumstance that came about to have these characters in a building together. <laughs> but at the same time, like, I think the self-destruction is also accurate. That and also like because I was starting to think of, you know, some general topics that we go over. And I know I'm jumping ahead of here a little bit. But when I was thinking about identify, like if there's any characters I identify with, I was thinking to myself, like, you know, I was like, oh, yeah, funny answer this, whatever. But I was like, damn, you know, I really relate to Tiernan having that level of having trauma to right. having those feelings, right, of, of uh, being alone or that you're, you're not truly living, you're worthless, like any low self-esteem thought you could have. And then also seeing all of the men in her life and all of the authority figures in her life take advantage of that fact. Yeah. And that's yeah. very relatable they and do. very sad. <laughs> They do, they do, they do so yeah. much. And I'm like, God damn it, leave this girl alone. Yeah, like she's <laughs> clearly struggling in just day-to-day life for a, for a plethora of reasons, right? Like she's, you know, even though she's had a life where she doesn't have to worry about certain things, like she didn't have to worry about where her next meal is coming from or like, you know, she has money. So a lot of a lot of life problems have been alleviated, thank, thankfully for her. But she clearly has issues on relationships what they're supposed to look like what your relationship with the caretaker looks like like every single thing in her life is is she has a very skewed view of and it and it even though this is a fantasy novel and whatnot it is hard to watch someone that age like she starts off 17 i know she gets to 18 at some point during the story but like she's like a couple months shy or something yeah Yeah. so it's like even just to see her at that point and again just watch man after man take advantage of that i'm like ah, i damn it (laughs) you know i can't even be free in my books (laughs) (laughs) i also kind of identified with her too not kind of i absolutely did (laughs) oh my Um, god and it's the hold on (laughs) all three of us identify with the same character and it just happens to be the the teenager who is is fucking fucking fucked up by trauma mm-hmm. and fucks her uncle and her cousin. Uh, 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 I didn't say what? identified with that. <laughs> uh, uh. What does that say? <laughs> Not cut that last part. <laughs> yeah, you guys are both going to very knowingly laugh because I recognized in myself that when I start to get overwhelmed and I don't want to deal with my feelings and I kind of just want to escape that like being in my shit <laughs> mm-hmm. I just dive into a project and I dive into work and that's Same. what she does 
Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, girl, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> she's she's picking up the panels and nailing shit to the building. And I'm like, yeah, you, yeah. wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fun. You're like, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I do that, too. Mm-hmm. Me with 17 jobs. Mm-hmm. So that it's, I okay, Penelope, you get it so many ways. I want to read another book by Penelope because sure. I can't help but feel like She's a wonderful author, but I just can't get around the the, the quasi incest. I just yeah. can't. And the grooming and the oh in the the disrespect and the not saying like not being okay with the word no. Uh, like uh-huh. oh just consistently like, well, but come on, no, but come on. But she said no. But, no, I yeah. don't think that she should have said no because I think she was pushing her luck several times because I'm like, but you you say you want it, but why did you say no? Because you just wanted to. Because say, she's like, it didn't make sense. Because and when seventeen, and that's when the age part comes into yeah. play. Because I'm like, well, of course, because you don't know what the fuck you're doing, yeah, <laughs> or what you want. Because we're seventeen. That's well, why luckily you're not... these old men are around to show her exactly what she wants oh. the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> uh huh. So here's what I would have liked. I would have liked for them to be family friends. Mm-hmm. I would have liked Jake to be the kind of sort of not really father figure that she was needing. Like that would have been a lot better. And I really would have liked her to have to choose between Noah and Caleb. 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 Wow. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Damn. Um, but I really she ends up <laughs> I really would have liked for them in that part where they're in the woods mm-hmm. to be a bigger section. Because they said so many times they called so much attention to the nature. It's so dangerous. We have to walk around with our guns. And he's like, Jake says, You don't know how to do things like so maybe yeah. a conflict. Oh, You're thanks. identifying a conflict in the plot. But then you're not using that conflict. And I think that would have been, for me, a more compelling angle to the story of forced proximity. You could have gone that direction. You know, they went, maybe Caleb didn't come back right away at, you know, when he tries to rape her on the car. Yeah. You know, I'm Give me some sort of a predator that attacks somebody at some point. Maybe, maybe it's just trying to be a giant house cat and it's like clawing at her glass door. Like that's still a thing. Like, yeah, it would have yeah. been more. Yeah, because it feels like they use this setting only for their own benefit in the sense of like, oh, my God, we all can't leave this cabin. Oh, my God, we're going to be here right. for like months. We're going to be oh, so close and no. this. But then they never really show the characters being inconvenienced in any way by the remote aspect of where they live. Like, they're exactly, living in an area, yeah. they have to burn trash. Like, they do not have trash pickup. Like, it's very remote, like, location. And they do yeah. bring up animals and whatnot. And it's, yeah, it's never Why do they still have shown. power? Why do they still have power in the middle of winter? Generators. You know, I understand. But that could have been an amazing piece of conflict to add to it. You know what I mean? Like, I, I right, just yeah. feel like there's... Kind of like what you're saying is that there's so many other ways that she could have changed the story just a little bit mm-hmm. and it would have made a lot more impact as opposed and could have been. And, and here's this might be a little, I, I don't know, but 
this is where I feel like we get the difference between like an Akatar book and like contemporary. Uh, it, no, not contemporary, but like the fluffy stuff. Like it's not fluffy. really like there's no plot. It's just sex. It's scene to sex, scene to sex, scene to sex. Sure. Scene. Yeah. Versus like an actual novel that just so happens to have really good sex in it. And I feel like she could have made it the really good novel with really good sex. Yeah. But instead, because of the way that she made those decisions, it kind of went the other direction for me and just was more. When's the next sex scene? Sure. Yeah. I think, I think this like, book oh, had the God. potential for being like, <laughs> I mean, it honestly had the potential for being at least like a four, but it's nowhere where, where it stands as of now. I think yeah. with some of the improvements that we've talked about, I would have been like more like, oh, this is like a, I don't want to, again, I don't want to use this term, but like a, more like a real book. Like it would have been yeah, more. Yeah, that's, that's like what I'm saying story. is I don't know how to, how to word that, but I think that's, yeah. it's a, this is a really good example of a book that's on the fence. Yeah. And could go either direction, but I, I, yeah. I just think they needed plot choices to push it to the more serious novel versus the more raunchy erotica yeah. it wouldn't Probably be too over. far off for sure <laughs> yeah it's definitely like i like if someone came up to me was like i want a really good book i love romances blah blah, blah. i would not go for something like this i would say oh right right akatar touch of darkness you know i would go for something a little bit more like plot heavy like that but Great. Credence would be more like, ah, uh, you know, I don't really have many reading red flags and I want to watch people do the thing. <laughs> it's a Christmas book. Okay, here you go, buddy. <laughs> like, that's kind of where this book yeah. falls for, for me. And I, I'm the same way. I, I, like a, I like a plot with like a romance subplot almost. I don't even mind a full-on romance as long as there's enough world around it for it to be, be juicy. Like, I love like a complex world that includes those elements, right. you know and it was really close that's that's the frustrating part of this book is it's really like very simple changes we're not asking to change the setting we're asking to maybe change one character just not being related like in that way like a family friend or something like that would be fine like you can keep the same exact archetype of character you keep the same thing i would have preferred if the story happened when she turned 18 and not like a few months earlier cuz that adds yeah. to the weirdness for me personally but they had to do that with this whole like legal custody thing i don't think we mm-hmm. needed that i don't know if we maybe needed that. maybe she just turned 18 and then they kicked her out of her house and she has to get shit set up on her own so she's got to crash there for a couple of months yeah something like that would have been fine like just turned 18 just like just graduated high school mm-hmm. and needs to crash for a little bit before goes to college. Yeah. Like just something or even make it even more dark too. the parents. They do their thing on her 18th birthday, like fuck her up emotionally and then put that in the story. Oh, and then she's oh, having a spiral oh, like oh, a moment. Like hurting me. I, but wouldn't that be crazy? I'd be like, whoa, what the fuck? Like they did what? And they didn't even leave a note. Like that would no, be insane. <laughs> it's fine. I'm fine. It's fake parents. Um, <laughs> listen, yeah. the emotional gravity that this book has, mm-hmm. whenever you take out the sex and and like the smutty part, that's why I say it's like two different books yeah. pushed into one. If you take it as as the serious book with the weight and and the 
trauma and all of that. It is it's so spicy. Like sure. the feelings are so spicy and it's it's complex and it's deep and it it hurts my heart. <laughs> and <laughs> yeah. I cried multiple times when I read this and I just I, I get it and it makes me feel so many things. I was a little offended about it though because all of the trigger warning stuff was like uh, you know hey, <laughs> we're going to fuck our uncle. And I'm like, that's not what triggered me. <laughs> sure. <laughs> like, I was kind of confused because I had no idea that's what was in it. <laughs> mm-hmm. But, like, fine. But, like, it drudged up stuff from my past and it made me think about things. And I was kind of like, well, but I wasn't ready for, for, to feel my feelings today. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no. <laughs> It's yeah. just, I was like, fuck you. That's not very nice. <laughs> sure. I had one other thing I wanted to mention. In, in our scripture on page eight, there's one other way that I very deeply <laughs> identified with Tyranid. And that's whenever the scripture says, shelves filled with books I never finished reading. A desk piled with pretty journals I liked buying but hardly wrote in. I feel a little cold out. (laughs) Sure. (laughs) I feel a little attacked. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's like, it's not like a neurodivergent thing. It's gotta be, (laughs) right? Just saying. You just didn't have to come at me that hard. Sure. (laughs) This was page eight for Christ's sake. (laughs) I did like that when she went back to her room, she's like, this this is not me. None of this is me. And she no longer identified with that previous version of herself. So, I mean, there is a lot of growth in it, and that's great. I I just wish that they didn't have to fuck her to get it to work. Because what had happened for me is the sex became very transactional. It mm-hmm. became off for them. And for her, it was not transactional because she was 17, misunderstood (laughs) the boundaries between pleasure and love. Mm -hmm. So, so many times, and this is, this is what I tagged more than anything else was like, for example, on page 340, uh, and it's just one example of it being blindingly clear that she has no idea what's going on. He made love to me. He kissed me so much because apparently I when he kisses you, <laughs> because apparently when he kisses you and you're and you're having sex, that is what making love is. What? It, isn't that with the same person <laughs> who literally had not spoken a single word to her this whole entire time? I, it's just but it's not even the first time that she says that. Yeah. Or or whenever whenever he is all upset about his dead ex-girlfriend or some shit. And she's in the bathroom and she's like, pretend that I'm her, make love to her. No, 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 no. That was so fucked up. Like, I just. Red flag, red flag, red flag. Oh my God. And, but she does it again and again and again. She she, throughout the entire book has no idea where that boundary is or how to tell the difference between love and pleasure. And they take full advantage of that. 
Thank and they you. even Noah, even Noah's the same way because he was he was like, I was gonna make love to you, you know. And I'm like, that is the weirdest, that is the weirdest thing to say to her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Why would you even you could have just said I would be gentle and that would be better. Yeah. I would have been gentle. Right. You know? He's emotionally and manipulating perfect. her a little bit there. Exactly. Yay, manipulation. Don't we Yay. love it? Oh God. And just yeah i hated that but i'll tell you what my favorite sex scene because it did have really good sex writing sure so if we if we can just take all have we talked about all of the uh the 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 meaty part yet like we're (laughs) we're good with the meat with the yeah now we can go back on to dessert Oh, yes. <laughs> I was wondering where you were going with that. I'm like, technically, I'm about yes. to talk about the oh. meat, but okay. oh, we we put our critical so. lens on. Now we're taking that off. The party glasses are on. Okay, right. <laughs> All right, right, right. So from now on, I'm going to ignore the fact that they are sort of not really at all related. Mm-hmm. The fucking couch. Oh god, that was my favorite. Couch. Is that the first <laughs> scene with her, Caleb and Noah? Is that the yeah. one you're talking about? Yeah. When dad walked in and they yeah. didn't actually get started. Yeah. God damn, that uh, was good. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, hold on. That was crazy. You know, I feel like most of us, because that was very high school teenager, like yeah. sexy sleepover kind of like older brothers from oh, there of your friend. You oh. know what I mean? It was very that, yeah. and I feel like because that was so close to a realistic moment that I'm sure a lot of people have had in, in <laughs> high school ages, I, I was like, okay. <laughs> All right. When Jake was there, and I'm like, no, no, go away. Yeah, it was such a good like, setup. It was so like, we're teens we're caught up in the moment like we're exploring like body like it oh it, it had all of those what fucking is, elements is too that was probably the least problematic sex that <laughs> she could have had yeah and then and then you know of course her step uncle has to ruin it and then like spanks her oh. which is like a weird I, I like i like that as a reader i'm not against spanking as a concept but just like that scene it, uh, what 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 <laughs> I was yeah. Just, it it was, felt very forced. Like he was very jealous and yes. Like that is it's not cute. It's gross. Yeah. The whole time I was thinking, I was like, okay, she's starting off like a virgin, whatever. Not a trope we like, but you know what? She's young. Fine. Like fine, yeah. I'll just accept it. I'll tolerate it. Uh, right. So I kept wondering. I was like, who's going to be the first one? What's going to happen? And this scene with like Noah and Caleb is happening. And I was like, ah, I wonder if they'll even go all the way. I wonder what like this will happen. <laughs> and then, of course, it ends in that way. And and oh, my least favorite sex scene is probably like when she actually loses her virginity in the yeah. car, right? Yeah, in the car. In the car. I I was I was that is so terrible. In the no, car. I'm sorry. You uh, can't. The only good part the was that. The only when, good yeah. part was that there was so much snow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, I said your name. I'm sorry. That's okay. I'm oh. sorry. I'm sorry don't about it. Future Blue. Please don't be bad <laughs> it's <at> okay. <laughs> yeah, that was my least favorite is her actually losing her virginity. And I like, and, you know, she was very like, I'm glad it was you. And I was like, are we? Are we glad it's you? <laughs> I guess it's fine. Mad. I was mad they stopped playing in the snow. (laughs) (laughs) 
I was like, no, you need to leave her alone. There is snow involved. Yeah. We are having a fun. Leave it be. I did like the scenes with him, though, with the shower, like you were mentioning. That was... I Noah. Was into that. Oh, I, was, I thought the Jake ones... I the, Some of the Jake the scenes Jake for me was... were tolerable. And I liked the... the ones in the shower. Until... Until Tiernan was like, yeah. make love to your dead lover <laughs> through me. <laughs> that's, that's the jig scene in the <laughs> shower. Don't do that. Don't do that oh my bro. God. I don't I feel even like understand how as an adult, like that can happen to you. Like the person, like you're having sex with someone and that's like what they say. Like, I, that's a full stop. What do you, what the fuck did you just? <laughs> listen, listen, we, we were not <laughs> always this okay with ourselves. <laughs> I know. But that's this bottom. Listen, as Jake, as a grown ass man, mm-hmm. you gotta stop that for like that yeah, is a well, no, he has no boner excuse. killer. Her. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, well, no, no, she's low self-esteem, like trying to hold herself up to this yeah. ideal of this woman that she's never met, never will meet, obviously. Like she's like, well, does he like me as much as he likes this person? Like, there's a lot of insecurity uh, and comparison yeah, and a lot of... Immature. Exactly. No, she's 17. Even the way she brings it up, right? You can have those conversations. I don't think it's necessarily... Like, if you had a conversation, you were dating someone who had a partner who had passed or, or just had that kind of, like, trauma in their life. Right. I think it'd be okay to ask about that or maybe, like, ask for reassurance on certain occasions. I don't think that's necessarily, depending on how all that goes about, a problem. But yeah, using that as part of your intimate life of like, just pretend that I'm them. Queen, what? (laughs) Okay. Get out of there. (laughs) But I have to know, when they finally did have the threesome, what did Mm -hmm. you think about that? Could you pull up a scripture page for me, please? (laughs) I didn't tag it. Wow. I didn't tag any good things. The only things I did. Yeah, the the, with Noah and Caleb. Yeah, in the bedroom. Yeah, I was into it. I was like, okay. You know, it was I still don't know how I feel about Caleb as a person, but I (laughs) I liked her with Noah. So I was like, okay, like that's fine. And I think like the two of them together in that scene, yeah, it's like it's still kind of giving. I just almost wish that that scene had happened like that first time on the couch. Like yeah that like if it had occurred then i'd be like even more like crazy about it but i did i did like it i was kind of surprised we never got like uh, all three of them in one type of situation yeah oh, i thought yeah. i thought that was gonna that was gonna be where it went where everybody like yeah yeah, yeah. like everybody at the same time like in front of the fire they've got you know lots of room for activities <laughs> and <laughs> exactly <laughs> I was I was actually really kind of upset and irritated that they had the the main conflict of the book was with other people. I was like, wait, wait, sure. how how is this the main conflict of the book? Like the mo- the main active one, you know, because obviously the the big one is her trauma, but the main active conflict is is with other people. In a book that's about being alone in forced proximity in a cabin yeah. in the mountains, how is other people still the deciding problem? factor for conflict? Yeah. That doesn't make any sense. Yeah, um, I feel like if if we had just nixed that entire subplot, it would have been a lot more cohesive. 
Mm-hmm. And I feel like that could have given us a better time to uh, have spicy scenes that we deserved, like where <laughs> everybody got it on with the space because they have activity time. Yeah, I would have, I would have, I was actually very surprised, yeah, that they didn't even put that in at all. I was like, not even like really like a hint of it, like the Caleb Noah thing, yes, but nothing really related with like Jake being in there. And I'm like, okay, I mean, I guess that's separate. Honestly, what surprised me the most about the whole thing is that it wasn't a wide choose. Like, I was very confused at the point where yeah. she was like, I mean, it kind of was. I have feelings for Caleb and I'm not going to be with anyone else ever again because it makes Caleb angry. I I was like very I, I maybe I just wasn't picking up on those cues in the text, but I was I was genuinely surprised. Like I kind of thought it was going to be this wide shoes or something or, right. or at the very least that like this, like, OK, then the, the snow has melted. She moves on and that's the end of the book. And everyone has grown in some way because of it. And they laugh at family get togethers in the future as odd as those are. That's what I kind I assumed one of two choices. So when she started to have these like very real like feelings for Caleb and like shutting the other two out and like. It was very fine. Okay. Real feelings. Well, I okay. just... what she thinks is very real at 18 years old. 17. Well, she's 18 when she starts to fall in love with them. So she's really going through. At least that. she waited for that. At least. Tierna <laughs> did not beat teen pregnancy. That's crazy. <laughs> she didn't beat it. But yeah, it it was out of left field for me. Did you guys feel the same way? Or were you kind of picking up that that's like who the initial... Like the end I game. I thought it was gonna be. I thought it was gonna be Noah. I, I thought it was gonna, it was gonna, gonna be, be Noah. Well, Jake, and then Noah, and then I was like, no way, it's gonna be Caleb. And then I was like, fuck, it's gonna be Caleb. God damn it. Yeah, not so charming to me. No, did not. I was I was kind it. of okay with Jake. Be- well, I mean, well, but I'm not seventeen, so sure. <laughs> Where I would be interested in Jake, it's very different. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I'm older. I want an older man. I don't want to <laughs> be want, yeah, a little boy. Young 20s something. Yeah. Ew, not gross. my favorite. Couldn't be me. Yeah. Not but this for stage her. Mm-hmm. And every time I just, he opened his mouth, though, I was like, just stop being problematic. <laughs> mm-hmm. Just quit. Well, who is your least favorite character then? Caleb. Caleb? Okay. Yeah. I, I have a feeling that it's Caleb for me, too. Like, there are obviously, like, problems with the other characters, but, like, he's not good. Like, the, even the first impression of, of them where he's, like, he just sees this random girl in their house and is, like, I'm going to make out with her. And she's, like, clearly not into it. Like, you know, she's yeah. kind of like, ah. Like, this is a stranger. And he does not feel weird about the fact when Noah's like, hey, by the way, like, uh, that's uh, the step cousin you just met for the first time. And Caleb's like, all right, you know, <laughs> like, yeah, cool. I, I think we should have probably had. Well, I know we really couldn't have had a conversation about it considering he's mute for 80 percent of the book. But, you know, this seems like maybe I, I would feel a little remorse, maybe a little guilt. I don't know. Rise. Just a little, just a little, just anything at all, I guess. And then, yeah, he has that. I mean, the book leads you to believe, I obviously assumed because he's one of the main three casts that, like, he didn't actually hurt that girl and, like, cause her nose to bleed when they were, like, under the waterfall or whatever, the whole scene with Cece and all right. that. I, but they let me, like, they let me believe that for a long time. So I was like, okay, that's weird as well. And then, yeah, the fact that he's, like, it destroys shit. He, like, is, like, throwing, like, food at her at one point. Like, 
just very immature. And then then their sex scene too with the belt, with the first time they integrate like the belt that he had like gifted her, and then she was like, "This is not pleasure. Like you're taking no. Like this is a problem. Like everything about their relationship dynamic is like very bad and problematic." And Obviously, he's said the stunted emotional maturity. I don't think this man should be intimate with anyone. He's like at the level of like a four year old. Yeah. Like, what's it's very hard to convince me that that's like the end game, end all be all. By the end of the story, he's ready to be a dad. He's ready to be a father yeah. of his own. Like, can he go to a little bit of therapy? Just like a little, <laughs> like as a treat. It's like a little, all that money, and you can't buy <laughs> fucking. Therapy. You can't buy common sense. You can't buy therapy. You can't buy birth control. Damn. I guess. <laughs> and then, like the whole, it. like, did he get this other girl pregnant? Like subplot that was happening at the end. Yeah, like, it was weird. That was weird. Him like throwing out her birth control pills at one point. Very weird. Like just, just huh. why? And she recognizes that it's not fair. She recognizes Mm -hmm. that she's being essentially punished for not, because it's not an inability. It's that he doesn't want to. Right. And she tries to hold out, sort of, that, you know, I deserve better. And then (laughs) it's a question. I deserve better? Yes, thing. <laughs> yeah, let's I don't know. source this and circle back. I yeah. just really had much higher hopes for Noah, and I don't know. I, it's the only character that I really wanted her to have sex with. It was the only one that seemed like the two were on the same level. They they communicated. They were similar I mean, they in age. Like it would be harder to like be you know super problematic though. Obviously. It's still not great. Still not great. Yeah. Still not great, but still that's okay. But at I least feel like you could work with even. it. Yeah, I can work with it. Exactly. Yeah, he was pretty much the only one that I was like, okay, I'm in. And how old was Pharaoh? How old is Reese? <laughs> just just going to lay this right here. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> no, uh. it's different because... <laughs> no, yeah, it's... It it becomes weirder and weirder. At least with like the Fey stuff and fantasy worlds, you can almost kind of you can separate. It's so out there. It's so unrealistic yeah. and magic and this and your emotional maturity stunts at this. Like at least that's fine. But if you are gonna place a story in reality and then put those like age marks, and again, at least start the character at eighteen. There's really no benefit from this story for her starting off at seventeen and then like turning 18 yeah. in a few months there's just not other than it just being a plot device to get her there yeah like and we could have found another way yeah <laughs> we could have at least had her be the age like the normal like age that you know at least as as a culture as american culture we have decided that is the ad- age that you are an adult okay that's fine everything from that i'd be like oh it's a little questionable but like it's fine she's an adult she's making her own choices whatever but this shit starts a little too early a <sighs> uh... little too early for me but yeah, Noah's probably probably one of the better people. But also, can we talk about because I was like trying to think about a favorite character just now. And I feel like, yeah, Noah's probably the like the best of the boys, hypothetically. The only person that's ever cared about her lady? is her assistant. Yeah. What was her name? Mirai? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know how to say it, but Lady. Maybe I, it was Mary. Yeah, she was something great. She was fantastic. She was great, actually gave a shit about her. Like like she was she was good. How come, though, like, no one in this town was good? Like, <laughs> well, I'm fine have with, you like, accepting. 
sure, but like people have redeemable qualities. Like everyone in town that you would meet would be the fucking worst. Cece, trash. Terrence, Holmes, Holcomb, and all oh, his God. little friends, trash. Like everyone was tr- like, there's no one. Even the person who Jake's seeing at the beginning implied they're trash. Like everyone's trash. How- there's not one redeemable person in this whole fucking town that's like just a normal person that like. They have because they go to town a couple times. They get food. They go to pharmacies. They do whatever. I'm like, damn, she can't have like a homie. She can't have like a friend. What I want to know is why nobody in the town thought them fucking her was weird. No, they're into it. They're like, okay. they were all just like, oh, before they. And I'm like, what? What do you? What kind of backwoods town is this? <laughs> it's expected <laughs> that they're gonna have sex with their cousin. Yeah, that's, that's weird. That's yeah, weird. Because there's no way they went up to everyone in town. And they're like, don't worry. Okay. So, like, me and her dad are half brothers. Okay. So, this is more of like, I'm her <laughs> right. step uncle. Right. Okay, right. And then these are her cousins. She's never met them at Dale. Like, there's no way. Like, every. I, granted, I'm sure some people weird. would turn a blind eye just because that's human nature. But I'm sure some of them would be like, <clears throat> wait, you have a minor in your home. Wait, well, hold on. <laughs> what's the situation again like i don't there was plenty of times where they were getting a little close in public and i'm like nobody's yeah. saying anything Not a, that's nope. kind of weird the cps keep call. it in the family <laughs> like <laughs> love it like yeah everyone was totally fine with that happening and them being all on each other and like dancing together and yeah we should have probably talked about that <laughs> <laughs> but again this town is somehow a, an amalgamation of the worst people ever and everyone sucks. Everyone, every single person, apparently, is what I'm led to believe. But yeah, at least she had one person that actually gave a shit about her who was not in the book most of the time because she couldn't because anyone that cared about her wouldn't let her be there. <laughs> yeah, that's fucking true. Mm-hmm. So I guess that's just how it is. I guess she and wins. she got with Jake. <sighs> Why? I I don't know. That came out of left field. Because does she Irving? know? does she know good question does she know because i don't think that she would i for the character that she is i do not think she's the type of character that would be like oh yeah no you slept with a minor in your care well what if you slept with me instead like that's that's a crazy jump (laughs) like because that's like almost like her emotional like she's kind of adopted her in a way of like that's my daughter like if i if she wanted me right now to take care of her like i would yeah like she was she's been her caretaker her entire life and they have this half kind of i'm your mom but not your mom well it's, yeah, well yeah because jake was like father figure those totally just belong together right like there's not anybody else <laughs> like that's so it, weird and like the yeah. fact that like they why did they have a baby in the end why did Tyrion and, and caleb have a little oh. one why did they do that to I... sell books <laughs> to sell books i don't need an epilogue i I'm sorry. For some couples, I don't need an epilogue. I don't need to see you happy like a year later with like a baby or like basically still a teenager. Caleb just started talking like three months ago. <laughs> no, How's I'm, his I'm vocabulary? But yeah. I will say it would have been better if he was medically mute and then she... It, I really liked the way that she found what he wrote in the books. Yeah. That was cute. It just needed to be that he can't talk. Uh-huh. And then it would have been amazing. <laughs> yeah. But if it's something that like that, he won't talk. And then it was rude. <laughs> uh-huh. 
And we I never feel like really they talked about it. I yeah. Think. They could have done so much with that, with those interactions. There's so much could have been done. Like you can't just, you know, oh, well, he stared at me for five seconds and I'm going to think these 10 things and they're all correct. Uh-huh. No, no <laughs> that's not how people work. Yeah, I mean, I, I see my husband in the kitchen and I'm just like, brownies? No, not brownies. Uh, <laughs> Got it. There's only some way I find out. <laughs> yeah. Meanwhile, he's just sitting there thinking about like football. Ducks or something yeah. <laughs> it seems like she's like projecting this person of who she wants Caleb to be onto him right. versus looking at his actual choices and actions and yeah. using that which again you're a, a child so yeah fair enough no i disagree i think she sees his actions and she says no that's wrong but i'm anyway. gonna do it anyways yeah yeah okay <laughs> it, i can see that yeah because she's like this is stupid oh well <laughs> But I love him. Um, Aww. I think I love him. Yeah. If I, I can fix him, then maybe I can fix myself. Yeah. Ouch. Thank you. I almost feel like in a way it's... Uh, let me know if I'm coming out of left field I with can this. fix him. Well, yes. But I also feel like it's also like... Again, tell me if I'm coming out of left field. But I almost feel like she had to pick this person of the group that was the most... That maybe had the most like trauma. Obviously, Jake's been through stuff. Noah's been through stuff. Caleb obviously has this horrific event happen to him as a child. We really don't get to hear a lot more about what happens early childhood, after that, like whatnot. I almost feel like she had to like find the person with the most trauma. Like that attracted her specifically because now I'm not saying Tiernan didn't go through anything. She obviously suffered neglect and like things obviously occurred. But that's that's not really to someone whose traumas revolve like i almost fucking died at four like i was like like this happened to me and this happened to me and like just a level of abuse that tiernan would not have been familiar with it gives a little like i don't know yeah like savior kind of energy or like i don't have a lot of i have these problems but they're just at this level and you're looking for someone who has like this set of issues, I guess I should say, like not those specific traumas. You're but just speaking more... out of trauma bond. Yeah, yeah. like almost yeah. to justify your own trauma. If you hold space for them and the the severity that they've gone through, and then he's like, "Well, what happened to you?" And then she's like, "My parents never talked to me." And he's like, "You had parents?" <laughs> like, like it's just like a level that I feel like she almost can get this validation through him because they're yeah. gonna hold space for each other. You know, does yeah. that make sense? Yeah, it does. That's Just really the only reason sad. I feel like she picked him. <laughs> I feel like she's like, you know what? Sure. I love a project. You know? <laughs> Yay! Can you also, you've been through a lot. Could you also validate that I've been through a lot and I deserve to feel sad too? I'm like, girl, that can that come from you? Can, can you <laughs> feel sorry for the fact that bad things happen to you and other people? Like, can you just, can you just hold... Can you just hold that feeling? <laughs> Maybe? I also think that she's not really attracted to them. Sure. I think she's touch-starved. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Easy. Yeah, but easy. all of her attraction comes whenever she touches them. And mm-hmm. they're, they're like, nice when they touch her. They're like, oh, we're just, here you go. Tiny bits of affection. And she's like, 
Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I've been starving for this for so I mean, long. And that's so obvious. And I think they even say that at one point where, you know, she's talking to Noah and I forget now where it was, but she he tells her he just needed affection from Jake. So they even see it. Mm-hmm. They just take advantage of it. Yeah, the type of affection she needed was not sexual, but that's what they were gonna provide. <laughs> Yay. Yay! We're a full we're a full service here. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I hate that, dude. It's just it's a lot. So <laughs> we we've got a lot of problems in here. Yeah, we've got a lot of thoughts. We've got a lot of a lot of thoughts. So many. <laughs> And I think we we pretty much all are agreeing in unison that we need more from the author that's not uncle fucking. I don't I don't know if it was supposed yeah. to be, you know. I, so if 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 Miss Douglas was attempting to write wispy smut smut, then great, you did it. Cool, good job. You also if, ripped out my heart. Thank you. <laughs> but if you were trying to, you know, speak truths about trauma and trauma bonds and all that stuff I just (laughs) okay right I would be interested in reading more from the author yeah just on the basis of because there I I don't think that you know I'm not sitting here like oh they don't know how to write or they don't know how to do this I do think there are good things but I just I wish it was maybe more intentional or something yeah it'd be interesting to see what else they have made and I think that would tell a, that would give me more of a clear, definitive opinion on the, her work as a whole because it's not the maybe not the best first impression, but I'm willing to because I I see some marks that I like. I'm willing to go through some more, you know. Yeah. So, who would you most like to lecture? Tiernan. <laughs> yeah. Jake. <laughs> All of them. Those two. Who would you most want to lecture? One person. You can only lecture one. Just Jake. one. Jake. Yeah. Uncle Jake. Ugh. Oh, God. I so hate that part. Yeah. Ugh. I'm tied between the two of them, too. I would want to lecture Tiernan, but I also feel like when you're that age, you have to go through certain things. Like, those are lessons. And she's a teenager, and she's stubborn. She's not. Like, if I was yeah. like, hey, maybe not good, she would just do the thing. Like, it wouldn't maybe hold the same weight, you know? Which is unfortunate, but been there, and then uh, you just get to look back a couple of years later and then be like, damn, I'm so embarrassed that I went through this. And, uh, you know, but I think that at a certain level, most people have to learn their lessons the hard way. But Jake knew better. Jake knew better. He knew better. He knew better. The whole damn time he knew better. She didn't know better. I think the person I would want to lecture the most is the assistant lady. Really? For, like, letting her go in the first place, or? Yep. For letting her go in the first place. And for not pushing her to to stay with her. You know, the person that she knows and she's, you know, spent time with. And if getting away out of the house was the big thing, then they could have taken a fucking vacation. It is weird to me that they didn't have a better relationship when she was They couldn't. They couldn't have because then she would not have been at the cabin to make this book. <laughs> right, but I, 
if that's like the only person who's buying you gifts and giving you attention and you are attention starved, I just don't understand why young, like school-aged child Tiernan wouldn't have clung to that. I guess she would have. Yeah. Right? Even from that early age, though, she probably more required like a male validation. Could be. That's really the only other thing, you know? I don't know. I just feel like that's a plot hole. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, closer. there's a lot of holes. <laughs> it should oh, have been. God. <laughs> yeah. It should have been more of a conversation when like they're discussing like what's going to happen next because she was like, you could stay with me if you want. And Tiernan's like, eh, I'm going to go live on a mountain or whatever the fuck. Like that probably was three men. No big deal. That might maybe we needed a little bit more of a conversation around that, or maybe yeah. more. I don't know something, but but also you know maybe she was like, oh okay, so I'll go send you with your uncle and your cousins. I mean, they're your family. I mean, what could go wrong? <laughs> and then <laughs> this book came out. <laughs> well, I don't believe there's another one or will be another one, so we don't really have anything for predictions. I do want to know what you think about just like you predict reading another book by the author. What do you think? Is it going to be Uncle Fucker? (laughs) Is it going to be better? I think it'll be better. It has it has the potential to be better or worse, really. I mean, or the same, or more of the same. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah, maybe maybe Penelope's just got a thing for. Listen, maybe quasi ancestral and make sure everything is okay. That is a thing. How do you write this and then like your fa- like like your family's like, oh, what do you do? You're like, oh, I'm an author. Oh, yeah, honey. And then they read oh. it, and then your uncle's like, Speaking my name, <laughs> my cousin's, my cousin's name is Loa. Oh my god. His dad's name is Blake. <laughs> Thanks. I hate it. I will say one personal thing about this book that I did not like is I can separate, obviously, but I have an actual brother named Jake. So it's like, mm. I mean, obviously Jacob, but then I mostly will call him Jake. So it was just, it was just uh, not great for me. Well, was this like, was her cousin, not well, her brother. Her well, uncle, I guess. Maybe, maybe Jake needs to read <laughs> oh, novels. <God>. No, <laughs> no, I don't think so. <laughs> Here, I got you this for Christmas. It's a Christmas book. Maybe if you ever ended up having small Tiernans running around, that you don't send them to Jake's house with the book. <laughs> this book has to be burned. It has to go in that world. I will tell you, I know there's no other books in this like this like line specifically, but my predictions would be this woman's brain at 25 fully develops. She thinks, what the fuck has happened to me in my entire life? She has this child. She gets them out. She has a brutal divorce with Caleb. Caleb spirals, lives in the mountains, says he hates women because all these women in his life have no. abused him. And this is and the perfect setup. Son. No, this is the perfect setup for like a serial killer. Okay. For Caleb? Yeah. yeah. She tries to leave him. Oh, he goes no. berserk and he drowns the kid and he drowns her no. in that stupid little pool. Right, <laughs> and then he goes off and and eats himself to the cabin, and then eventually his his dude guys they come try to find him, and he shoots him in the face. Mm. Like, oh my god, <laughs> that'd be such a bloody terrible. St- you know, maybe we need to take a break. <laughs> <laughs> maybe we need to stop reading a little bit of romance and go, go to some. 
I don't, serial romance. killer stuff. Is that yes. what that is? Yeah. <laughs> serial really killer dark. romances. Yeah. Uh, very unhealthy. All right. Well, the question I'm on a... everybody's mind. I know. Everybody's Who's mind. Day of the day. Day of the day. The person who moved the plot along the most. I know we were talking before we went, you know, and started recording, and I said it was going to be the mountain because <laughs> shut up. It's yeah, it's Tiernan. Sure. I mean, I gotta give it to to my girl. I mean, she literally she walked did the her plot best. through <laughs> as best she could. <laughs> yep, with all the tools and resources she had. <laughs> Was she it pretty? Best. No. Did she do a good job? Also, no. But she she did it. She definitely sorta. did it. She did something. She did at least three things. You know what? She made, she painted some furniture. That's what she did. Good for her. Yeah. Good for her. She really did that. Yeah. She put, helped put out the fire too, right? And she yeah. like did some shit with the motorcycles or yeah, she, something. Yeah. She sat on one. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. Great job. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because then they couldn't take advantage yeah. of her innocence. They took advantage of her beauty for their own brand. Yeah, sex sells. Yeah. Fuck corporate America. Uh, the, the fact that it's so self-aware, that scene where Noah's behind her and they're like, oh, like they tell her to pose a certain type of way. And they're like, oh, that's our cousin. Like, don't have that happen. And then yeah. Noah starts laughing. <laughs> I Wait, was did you so- the photographer? The photographer's like, Wait. What? Uh, <laughs> what is so funny? I don't get yeah, it. You guys are really comfortable being <laughs> yeah. close to get that's okay. You know what? Um, I think we have all the shots we need. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? We're good. We got it. Back it up. <laughs> Goofies. Oh. Just imagine the family reunions. Oh god. <laughs> imagine giant your orgies. asking about like how you met <laughs> their dad, dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god uh, how do you live with that you have to lie we met on tinder i don't know oh i met your mother season yeah. whatever alabama edition sorry to every viewer <laughs> no no <laughs> this this that's an insult to alabama <laughs> you're right yeah you're this right. happened in colorado listen they had a little bit of that spirit with them but before we get too off track i'll read us out here of course, we want to thank you guys for listening. This has been Smutty Scriptures reading. This has been Smutty Scriptures reading Credence by Penelope Douglas all the way through. And next episode, we're diving into Crescent City, right? Uh, we're yeah. diving into the first half of the first book of Crescent City. So exciting stuff. But if you can't get enough of these episodes, you guys can get some extra ones on Patreon. We're doing one extra a month. We're also having access to Discord, Etsy discounts codes bunch of fun over on the patreon for you guys to find out and just get more more blue cuddle and purple content you know like that's what you all want to see of course there's also (laughs) instagram tiktok we have a twitter page all that fun stuff so if you want to see more from the smutty scriptures gang you know where to find it but with that being said church is adjourned then sweet i don't know (laughs) Oh, crumbs, 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 crumbs. There you go. Goofy. <laughs>